It's time for Larry News Sports. My guests tonight is the host of the Stoner Morning Show, Sean the Yes, fangirl and Instagram content creator, Wild Whitney Bay. And your host, the Seven p.m. Monday, November fourteenth, twenty twenty-two. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the program. It's great to be here, Larry. And after such an intense and enthusiastic opening, it needs to be followed with just some sort of like, yeah, tame. You know, this is the date. This is the time. Like we're all. It was. It's. It's a perfect. The episode has already. You're about to pitch a no hitter. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's like. Oh, yeah. yeah, thank you. Start with the high, then then take us down a notch. Yes. And then we're gonna get back intense again with the most intense game that exists between two people, and that is chess. Whitney, you are a chess fan, right? Uh, yes, a terrible player, but I'm a big fan. How did you become such a big fan and such a terrible player? Okay, it's a long story. First of all, thanks for having me of course. here, Larry. And that music is so good. It takes me back to like the 1920s or 1930s. I don't know. You were there? <laughs> yeah, it takes me back. I just want to wow. wow. and just, oh. that's, but that's yeah, amazing. it was really, it's really like, I feel energized. Anyways, um. Okay. Uh, are you either? Do either of you guys play chess, or are you into chess really? I oh yeah, I don't are. play much. But Sean, you're you're into chess. I mean, I just gave away my chess board to a friend, and I've I I in the last three months played two ga- games, and that's more games than I've played in the last five years. <laughs> but I went through some pretty big chess, you know, times in my life where I was playing very regularly and, and reading about chess once in a while and, you know, being aware of what my score was online. Um, so I do still think about it. Yes. I think I'm in that phase now that you used to be in where like, yeah. I'm into it. Um, but so for me, wait, like, the way- what, do you have a score right now? An ELO you mean? Yeah. <laughs> a rating? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, it's terrible. It's like less than a, th- uh, okay, here's the thing. Intermediate? I like, well, I like watching chess because I think, you know, yeah. it's pretty exciting and I can understand like some of the like games, but yeah, I'm only good at puzzles. So my puzzle ELO was like 1400 and that was like, that's, I kind of like gave up after a while, but it got to 1400 and I was like, okay, if I keep going, you know, I can, I can actually be good. But then when I'd play mm-hmm. games, I would lose game after game. Like every game I lost. And so I was like, why is my puzzle score good? But my actual ELO is like 350. Maybe I don't understand chess. Like what is going on? So I rage mm. quit. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't actually play at the moment. I just like to do puzzles. That's where I'm at. You, I, th- I don't think you rage quit because we're just talking about online stuff right right rage quitting would have been flipping a board no i like i threw my phone oh okay okay you rage quit (laughs) (laughs) i literally threw my phone because i was like this game is stupid yeah but Mm. it's still it brought you back because you're you watch chess right yes and honestly i think the only reason why i'm watching right now in my life is because the americans are doing so well so Mm -hmm. it's like exciting 
Because like before, up until a couple of years ago, like the Americans, they were good, but like there's so many in the top 20, like top 100 now. So it's like really exciting because we're actually like good at the game. Whitney, I have a, qu a, a question. Yes. You competitively watch chess? <laughs> competitively watch? I don't know. Because I don't know anyone else that's interested in chess. So it's just, yeah. I don't think. But you're, you're better at watching chess than other people. You can yes, for sure. Yeah, okay. I know all the drama. So that's mm. a fair thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do you ever get upset watching chess? And oh just my yell God. at the TV? It was just like two weeks ago. There was a Fisher Random uh, turn like World Championship. And the guy that I was cheering for just had a meltdown and he lost. And I turned it off and I was like, I'm not watching the rest of this. Wow. <laughs> like. I don't care who wins. Like, I can't watch these bums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I get, uh, and also the Olympiad was this summer. Oh my gosh, Americans, it was a train wreck. And I was just like mad every day. But I just kept going back and watching, hoping. What, it would country, get what country tripped us up? Who did we have trouble with? Every country. Oh, it was wow. so sad. Even countries that aren't. They're like, you know, lower rated. Americans went in with the highest rating like ever in history. It was like over 2,700. So like a, a grandmaster is 2,500 and above. Yes. Yeah. A super grandmaster is 2,700 and above. And Americans went in with a rating of like 2,750, which is we like- went in too cocky. Yeah. Went in so, too American. <laughs> so they went in and then every country was just beating up on them. Like um, Armenia, they tarred with Armenia. They should have beat them. Mm. India, ugh, that was terrible. It was probably such a thrill for these countries to beat us. I don't oh, yeah. blame them. Oh, and then like all the commentators from other, like the European countries were rubbing it in and they're like, oh, the Americans. And I was like, turn this off. And you're like, Just it. announce the game. Stop editorializing. <laughs> yeah, we deserve it. Hey, can I share something with you that I just learned today? Yeah, this, please. This is, this is kind of mind-blowing, and I need to research this more. But I saw an Instagram reel about the guy talking about this guy talking about TikTok and how the algorithm in China shows kids um, content of children helping their community. Oh, That's what China gets. And we in America get pranks and people <laughs> dancing. Mm -hmm. People falling and, off of crates and stuff and like it's, that. Yeah, it's like TikTok is completely forming two generations of kids. Wow. Do you think that's like, intentional? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of insane. Like, why aren't we screaming about this? <laughs> the whole people is boring. Well, I mean, that's what they want you to think. No. But it is exciting. You ever seen those videos? Um, I think probably originating on TikTok of. Wait a minute, sorry, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but Whitney just proved to her, herself to be a very adept chess player because uh -huh. she's like, get rid of the pawns. She's just like, you know what I mean? She's like, <laughs> we can't help people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sacrifice <laughs> they need the to, pawns. You know, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, that's True. that's how you, that's maybe a good chess strategy. Yeah. But maybe oh yeah. in China they play, they protect the pawns. I don't know. Maybe. But I was mentioning, you know, those you ever seen those videos of like school children in China and they're like learning these drills where they're like dribbling two basketballs in a circle. Oh, stuff? sure. That's that's nuts. And that's exciting to watch. Yeah. Well, I think that. Um, we all experienced that as kids. It was just at a different level. Like I remember <laughs> going to gym and it was like, Hey, this week we're going to learn how to juggle. Uh-huh. Which, which is low level dribbling two basketballs at the same time and doing a dance routine. It's just like this generation just graduated to like more interesting mm -hmm. physical activities. Right. And wow. we maybe tried it once in gym class. As you remember, I yeah. think in, Probably first grade. We did just one time. We did sumo wrestling in gym class. What? Wow! <laughs> Where are you from? Um, 
this was in that. this was in New Jersey, of course. Oh, everything's legal in New Jersey. Okay. Um, I mean, we didn't strip down to like our loincloths or anything, but right. we'd be like just matched up one on one on a mat, and just like you had to like push the other person outside of the taped area. Hey, Larry, I think we should Google your gym teacher for that year because <laughs> it sounds like he's kind of like maybe an insane person who was just like, hey, I'm going to get these kids to fight. Maybe he had some <laughs> cameras in there. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. It sounds just like the idea of a, like a mad genius, like getting kids to sumo wrestle. Like what other, to what end? <laughs> right. Hmm? So that's so random. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. But I guess it was about, I don't, I don't know what it's about. I'm trying to justify it in my head. It's like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, discipline and uh, leg strength. You yeah. know what, Larry, do you know what it makes me re remi remind me of? Or it makes me remember. I might have told this story before on this show, and then we will get back to chess. Yeah. But my high school driving teacher was such an, such an insane guy. He would, like, we were running errands for him, <laughs> like, while we were learning how to drive. He was always just like, let's go this way. Like, oh, let's go down the street. And he was like, okay, let's stop here. I got to drop something off at my brother's place. All <laughs> nonstop errands, which is was brilliant. Yeah. Um, that is brilliant on his yeah. part. Yeah. All right, back to chess. So I'm he sorry. gets done with a school day with work, and he's just like, yeah. I have nothing left to do. I all took care of all everything on my to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> okay, back to chess. Whitney. Yes. Um, so how did you get into, or when did you first get, start getting into watching chess? Okay. So when I was a kid, I'm like a 90s kid. Mm -hmm. and I Not mean, the I 20s think... as you previously. No, no, no. <laughs> that yeah. wasn't a past life. But um, I think people still do this now. But like in the 90s, I remember it being really popular. Um, obviously, I'm black. So it was a thing like in the 90s where a lot of like older black men would have chess parties. That was like a total thing, like on the weekends. And so I remember on the weekends, my dad would have his brother come over or his friends come over and they would just play chess like all weekend. And so I would like sit in his lap and he would tell me, okay, move the night here. And I'd like move the night and stuff uh -huh. like that. And it was so boring, but I just remember like they were so into it and sometimes they would fight. And sometimes <laughs> like they'd finish a game like well after I, or they started a game and then I go to sleep and I wake up and the pieces would still be there. And then he'd come like, my dad's trying to come the next day and like finish the game. It was like, it was a big deal, like back in the nineties playing chess and stuff. So that was like my first introduction to it. Just being, and then like when my dad played chess, the whole house had to be quiet. So we'd be like <laughs> sitting there just watching this boring game. No one's talking, but I was still like, you know, curious about what, you know, what it was about. But then the movie searching for Bobby Fisher came out. Right. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Never. So we watched that in school. And I like loved it. <laughs> I just, as a kid, I don't know. I just love that movie. And then they'd always play it on TV all the time. So I was just like really, really interested after that. And I was like, yeah, I want to be the next Bobby Fisher. Not really, but you know. Um, and so I remember one day I went to school and I went to the library to check out a chess book. Cause I was like, okay, I'm gonna take this seriously. I mean, I knew how to play. My dad taught me how to move, but I was like, I want to get really serious about chess. And so I went to the library and I checked out this chess book. And it's just games, like barely any words. It's just like chess games and like notation. So it's like E4, uh, King E5, like, or whatever. Just like all these like letters, uh, F6, whatever. Just like the notation. Well, that's yeah. just like the log of every game. Yeah. So I was the map. Like, yeah. yeah. The map of famous games. Exactly. It was just a book of famous games. And I was just like, I don't understand this. And so then I think I put it away and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Girl Scouts. And I just like gave up. <laughs> I had like other stuff to do. I was like, okay. And so I just gave up. And then it would just keep, like chess would keep coming back to me. This, like, is, a, this is a sad origin story. It is. is yeah. And yeah. I could never like grasp it. Cause it would have come back to me in high school. There was a chess club and it was just like a couple nerds. I'm a nerd too, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to cross country practice. Like there's always something else I was interested in. So then I just like kind of um, just played like casually like um, against the computer or something. But then in 2018, when it was Fabiana Carana from USA versus Magnus Carlsen for the title, that's when, and it was like a big deal. Cause it was like Americans can be world champions again. 
And so that's when I got more interested in it again. So Magnus Carlsen is Swedish, right? Norway. Norwegian. Right. Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, right. you know, did you know people in Sweden can understand Norwegian? They can't. They can? They can. Because ah. the languages are so similar. Oh. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I learned that through chess. Okay. It's like people from Norway, when they talk to other Swedish chess players, they can speak their own language and understand. I think I once um, I once had a friend who was Finnish. It, it's kind of like how we can understand what Canadians say. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's kind of different, but similar <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yes, I don't know. I did. I did once know a Finnish person who said in like school most of the kids learn Swedish. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. It's probably an easy class if they're so similar the languages. Yeah, especially in Norway. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so Carlson, he was the grand champion. Is he still grand champion? So he gave up his title. Okay. Is this the big dramatic story? Gave it up because he retired or? Okay, so this is this is so much drama. Okay, what happened was <laughs> yeah. the championship cycle, which was delayed a year because of COVID, he was up against Jan Puniachi, who was a Russian grandmaster. He's a really good player. But yeah. so they had their championship match and Magnus won like seven to three or something. So like Russia. the first five games were tied and or something like that. Yeah, maybe first five games are tied, and then Magnus just started beating him like three games in a row, and so like he obviously won. And then Magnus was like, "Okay, I'll do the championship again, but if he wins, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play against him. I'm not gonna defend my title." And so the next like candidates where they choose who's gonna be the challenger, he won again. Mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. Magnus was like, "I don't want to verse him again, so I, I'm not gonna defend my title." That is well. That is a little dramatic. I mean, that's sort of similar to um, Floyd Mayweather in a lot of ways. He was, oh, is it? I think so. He like wouldn't fight Pacquiao until Pacquiao was almost retired and on his way out. Well, I mean, boxing is also a mental game, mm -hmm. and you know, in chess is a mental game. So maybe this guy was just sort of like, nah, he got me. I know it. Like he's, you know. Magnus was like, I beat you once. I don't need to beat you again. Like, I'm not, because like training for the championship is such a strenuous thing. Like, seven yeah. months, you have to, it's just like all day, all night. It's expensive. It's just a lot. And Magnus was like, I don't need to prove to you that I can beat you again. Like, you can't beat me. That, I, that's the kind of feeling he gave up. Like, why yeah. would I go? It, it reminds me of a reoccurring dream I've been having. Uh oh. <laughs> of. No, it's fine. This is it's not gonna get weird, I don't think. <laughs> no. uh, I've been happy what's that? I hope not, because I'm laughing, but go on. Oh, okay. Anyway. I've been having this reoccurring dream that Bruce Lee shows up and challenges me to a fight. <laughs> and then I refuse to fight him. <laughs> so therefore I win <laughs> by not fighting. That's exactly wow. it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are you eating anything before bed that's, you know, a little bit, I don't know. Too um, much any sugary food uh, before bed. Well, I can tell you exactly what I'm usually doing. I usually have a weed brownie. And I usually put on, like, um, these guided meditation sleep videos to, like, you know, foster astral projection or something <laughs> and um yeah i like i i reward myself at the end of the day i chill out hard <laughs> right <There's> <laughs> yeah, that's what's ha that's what's happening <laughs> oh goodness okay all right so larry ask me a chess question <laughs> okay sean yes uh whitney said like training is very strenuous it takes like seven months yeah. What do you what do you think they're doing during this seven months of training? <laughs> um well I think they're playing a lot of chess. Yeah. And then they're also, I bet, doing a lot of th mental things that aren't chess. Like I, guided I, meditations. I, I think, like what? Like guided meditations. 
Well, I mean, sure, probably. But I think they're also doing like a lot of math problems, mm -hmm. just a lot of like puzzle things that are not chess. Like, because they're trying to, they have to keep the non-chess parts of their brain to keep up with the chess parts of their brain. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they're doing physical activity. Yeah. I, yeah hopefully they're having a good diet. Mm -hmm. um, Is probably no alcohol. Is this mm -hmm. accurate, Whitney? Or, or maybe wine. I don't know. Yeah, maybe wine. Just One to glass support of wine. your claim. What? This, this is Magnus. Can you see him? Uh-huh. Yes. This is him during his training. Oh, probably doing like a cold dip or something. <laughs> like, in a lake or something. And yeah. he's keeping my mind sharp. Or is that a fjord? What is that? <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Norwegian lake. Uh, yeah, it's like a Norwegian river. Yeah. yeah. Looks like it. So I think you're spot on. So is he still the Grandmaster? Wait, I have one more picture to show you. He sent these to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He's a million. Uh, okay, no. Uh -huh. There's Magnus. Oh. Yeah, meditating. Yeah. So he was showing he's taking his training seriously. Um, yeah, he's still the champion. And so the next challenger, this is so messed up. So he was like kind of, okay, so the challenge, how they pick the challenger for world champion, they have this tournament called the candidates. Mm -hmm. And so um, you have to like win so different tournaments to qualify for the candidates, but it's like super hard to get in. So they had all the qualifiers for the candidates. And he said, if this one guy doesn't win, I'm not going to defend my title. And the one guy is this 19-year-old kid who's from France, who's like a chess prodigy, right? So he says, if Ali Reza doesn't win, I'm not going to defend my title. So, of mm. course, all the pressures on Ali Reza, he gets last place. <laughs> oh, come on. Because he's a 19-year-old kid, and then it's just he got in his head, basically. Yeah. Anyway, so um, he was saying that, but people weren't sure. So, like, the candidates started going. Halfway through the candidates, he's like, yeah, actually, I'm seriously, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to defend my title. So then all the players were like, well, then who's going to, you know, what's the system now? And then so FIDE, which is the chess, you know, fund, corporation, whatever, um, they said, okay, now the new rule is whoever gets first and second, you guys are going to face each other for the championship. Oh, and wow. so all the other players were like, well... <laughs> I wish we would have known that because we could have, you know, changed our strategy a little bit. What, and what, he says that in the middle of the, the tournament. Did did Magnus agree to this? No, Magnus said, well, he didn't care. He was like, I don't care what happens. But He didn't care because he was mentally prepared for the, un, un, uh, the thing you couldn't prepare for, which was this rule change. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he was, he was, he was, uh, okay with not knowing how things were going to go right but it kind of like messed it up because i mean that changes a lot because like fabiana Car caruana who's like the number one u.s player he said if i would have known it was okay to play for second i would have played for second because everyone tries to play for first because if you don't get first it means nothing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then you know you take more risk but you know so magnus threw a huge wrench in the tournament he's the one who said you you two just, I'm really no, Magnus didn't title. say that, but I mean, people kind of knew, like, okay. well, then what other options are going to be? Okay, is this the guy who? And I don't mean to take it there, but th it's in the news. Is this the guy who was using some butt vibrating thing? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that a different league, or who did that? I was a different American player, but oh, he's okay. a teenager. Okay. Uh, so, so what did allegedly? What's, yeah. What's the story behind it, it, this butt vibrating thing? If it involves a teen teenager, I kind of don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, he's, he's 19, but yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. I mean, that was just a rumor. Elon Musk kind of put that rumor out there, and it got real big. But he's wait, involved. Really? Yeah, he was he, the one that like tweeted about it, and so then everybody started going crazy. Is but, is there is this rumor now considered true or no? <laughs> okay, so it's just Elon Musk talking shit again. Yeah, but it just it went so crazy. So they like all the news articles picked it up like everywhere, and it just like wasn't true. So that's why 
like he's there's a big lawsuit right now because oh. it's somebody's reputation. Well, I hope he wins. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. did he did he win a recent tournament? This who? the the kid who was a the accused. Yeah. Okay, the accused. so there's this um tournament in St. Louis called Singfo Cup. And St. Louis is like the home of chess in America. It really kind of like in the really? world. St. Louis, Missouri? Mm-hmm. Because um, there's this billionaire that lives in St. Louis and he loves chess and he's put like millions of dollars uh-huh. into the St. Louis Chess Club. Oh, so he bought it. <laughs> <laughs> he like, yeah. So the the chess capital used to be somewhere else, but he's put in so much money. Like now St. Louis is the chess capital of the world. Shouldn't it be where chess was invented? Where was it, where was it invented? Apparently, a lot of people say it came from India. All right, well then that's that's true. Say, that should be St. Louis, India. But <laughs> yeah. when you're putting millions of dollars, you know. Um, Whitney, you're from St. Louis. I am. I haven't been though. I haven't been to the the club. Oh. Whoa! You gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to go because like all the superstars are there. But uh-huh. then you know they say never meet your idols, so I'm kind of scared I'm gonna meet them and not like them anymore. Hmm. But anyway, so the Singfield Cup is like this huge tournament. It's like $350,000 prize fund. This really big tournament. It's all like broadcasted all around the world, right? And so this is like only the top players are invited. So Magnus was invited and like all the other top U.S. players um, and other players. And then I guess two people couldn't come because of visa issues. And so then they invited Hans Niemann, who is the teenager. And Hans Niemann is just a rising, <clears throat> just a rising chess star in the U.S. So they invited him, but he kind of has like this shady past. A lot of people think that he's cheated online. So there's always been like rumors around him about him cheating. But anyway, so um, they play over the board, and he beat Magnus, and he broke Magnus's like 200 plus win streak. Damn. The teenager. Damn. So and that's. After- that was the match where he was uh, accused of cheating. And so the next day, Magnus says, I'm not coming back. And he flew back to Norway. Wow. He basically and did his flipping of the chessboard. Basically. But he didn't say why. And so people were like, what happened? So uh-huh. people were like, had all these rumors. And then it came down to, they thought that. And the best um, they could come up with was butt vibrator. They're like, he cheated. Because cheating in chess is like, it's really hard to figure out because you know when you go to a chess tournament like these big tournaments they have so many like metal detectors and stuff so it's really you can't get by with a lot of stuff so they're like well how did he get a device on him to cheat maybe Uh anal beads (laughs) wow this was this was all speculation i can't believe it and i fell for it i feel like an idiot (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah they they said like oh maybe he had anal beads and somebody was vibrating him when there was a good move or whatever but it turns out, like, so many people have analyzed the game. They're like, Magnus just played badly when it comes down. They're like, <laughs> yeah. he, he just wasn't on his... He had his- anal beads, I tell you. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, it just got worse and worse, and now he's being sued. Hans Niemann. Hans Niemann's cheat? being sued. Huh? Hans is being sued. No, Hans is suing Magnus. Oh, okay. He's suing chess.com. He's suing and another chess player, Hikaru, who's, like, a huge like internet sensation in the world of chess and he's suing Hikaru for like teasing him basically. Ooh, wow. You should, you should sue Elon Musk as well. Yeah, Elon Musk he didn't make it, but he should have. Yeah. How do you cheat at chess because cheating at chess just means knowing what your opponent is going to do before they do it. And how do you do that? Right. So, because these are super GMs, they're so good at chess. You don't even have to tell them the move. You just have to tell them, hey, there's something here. And if they have enough right. time to figure it out. Because, you know, they play with computers so much now. The computers tell them the best moves. So you just uh-huh. tell them, like, hey, look here. There's something here. Or you're slightly winning here. Right. And then you can just, like, you know, figure it out. So someone in the back with with, with a computer can say the, is, like, kind of hinting at what the computer is saying you should do. Mm-hmm. If it's that easy to cheat, probably everybody's cheating. Well, so you'd have to get some kind of device on oh. you. Mm. And so that's why they said anal beads, because it's, you know, where <laughs> it's, it's not on at. you, it's in you. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but then also there's like so many anti-cheating measures, like they do a delay in the broadcast. So like you can't see what's actually going on. Or, oh, sure. I'm sure you've seen like even at uh, chess tournaments like live or there's an audience, someone will like <laughs> call. Mm. They say that's cheating. So mm. yeah, there's so many like different ways, but St. Louis, they have such a good system. They're like, there's no way he cheated. Like our system's so good. He didn't cheat. <laughs> There's no way you can get past those St. Louis metal detectors. There's this like picture of them scanning his butt. Like <laughs> <laughs> all the rumors, they're like literally scanning his butt. I'm like, this poor teenager. I feel bad. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, just, 19. 19. 19, 19, 19, just in case yeah. anybody listening. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, 19. Yeah, yeah. So but so yeah. Who's the chess guy who went insane? Is Bob was Bobby Fisher the guy who went nuts? Yes. Yeah. I have a theory that he didn't go nuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and because if you're that famous at being like, I mean, he was a world famous guy, right? Mm-hmm. Bobby Fisher. He probably didn't want people around him. So he probably just it's smart to go through life and just sort of stay in the news by saying something insane so people will stay away from you like he probably just wanted his space it's very possible maybe i mean he's a smart guy if he's so smart at chess he's probably smart at like like acting crazy he's probably just like he's thinking ahead i mean he's just he didn't want to play chess anymore and everybody was he knew everybody was going to tell him you have to play you have to play so he's like well crazy they won't ask me to play that's right i think yeah he i don't know about bob fisher they try to like kind of ignore or like sweep under the rug all the crazy things he did and they're like he's still the greatest of all time mm-hmm. i was like what? yeah but he was alive he was pretty crazy well, he became he pretty do? anti-semitic right yeah <laughs> oh got it okay i retract my theory then. <laughs> you never know but, no, but maybe he was, he was pretty- faking it i don't know like, I thought he was like acting weird. I all right, that's a different. He was thing. acting weird as well. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think part of it at first was he was just kind of like a hermit, and no one knew where he was in the world, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the, actually, when you were talking about scores before, I was thinking about the scene in Searching for Bobby Fisher, where mm-hmm. Joe Montana is bringing his son to a tournament and they're new to this whole world. So they don't know anything. And one, one of the other kids fathers is like, so what's your son's score? And he's just like looking around. He's like, uh, 10. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and, then, and then the other kid, father's like 10,000. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Larry, we haven't heard any of your, um, chess origins. Sure. Larry. Yeah. Um, I, let's see, I wouldn't say I'm very good at chess. I I did in the 90s have a CD-ROM of Star Wars Battle Chess, which was really fun because all the pawns were, and this is maybe a little degrading, but all the pawns were R2-D2s. Oh. Uh, The the king and queen were Luke and Leia. Yeah. Um, Han was probably a knight or something. And uh, but battle chess. Wait, the king and queen were Luke and Leia, <laughs> yeah. brother and sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, a little weird. Yeah, maybe this was uh, <laughs> right after episode four when they didn't know yet. Oh, maybe. <laughs> so, but battle chess is fun because whenever you take a piece, and it would take forever for like the scenes to load up on this CD-ROM. <laughs> oh yeah, there would be like animations. Yeah, animation of them yeah. like killing each other somehow. Mm-hmm. or lightsaber battles or whatever. So it was always you really wanted to get to the point where it was like Luke versus Darth Vader. Because then you'd get a really cool animation scene that was hard to get to. That sounds fun. Yeah. Do you do you have a favorite chessboard, Whitney? <laughs> uh... In the whole world. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know any chess themes. Now, Monopoly is mm-hmm. something else, but chess, I, I can't. No, theme my chess board that was pink. That's it. Uh huh. 
Yeah. <laughs> did you ever, um, in one of these chess parties or in more recent times, have you ever, did you ever play your dad in chess? Oh my gosh. I played him recently, like this summer. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I've been practicing. I'm really good at puzzle. My, my ELO's super hot, not super high, but my ELO's good. I think yeah. I can beat him. He's so rusty. So we play a game and he was still really good. Uh, and I was losing and I just flagged him. I just like, uh, he, he ran out of time and I won. And he was Ooh. so Wait, what is what does that mean? Flag. So you know you have the time, the uh -huh. timer on the moves. Flag is when you just like, I guess, play so fast the other person runs out of time, and then they lose on time. Ah. So I just like kept playing, making fast moves, and he was thinking, and he ran out of time and lost. And he's like, "No, I was winning." He's like, "You didn't win. I was winning." He was so upset. Did he flip the chessboard? <laughs> it was on the computer, on the phone. Uh, he threw his phone, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah, he may have thrown his phone. But yeah, I was like, man, he's still good. I wonder what his rating is. I don't know. But yeah. Have you guys ever played uh, those chess guys in the park? The hustlers? I did once um, in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I, ha I think I probably did when I first moved to New York years ago, and I probably got crushed and insulted and then i was like all right well i don't need to have this experience again <laughs> um but um i should get a chessboard again it is fun to have shit i think larry i think i'm into chess again nice. <laughs> you'll have to get um so the chessboard you used to have was it uh, a special chessboard in any way no, I think an ex-girlfriend gave it to me and I, I just gave it to somebody else um, because I'm getting rid of a bunch of old board games and DVDs that I don't need. Ah, but maybe... Is it wood, plastic, glass? What was it made out of? Uh, I think it was... Um, it was probably from like a drugstore, but it was like a <laughs> nice, you know, it was nice. It was like high-end drugstore right. uh, chessboard. Cool. Where it folded. I think so, yeah. yeah. Put the pieces in there. Nice. We have a glass one at my house. Would this I be, would this, is this what was used during the chess parties? No, no, I don't, that was a while ago, but my mom bought like a really nice glass one and I hate it because I don't, it's so hard to see the pieces. <laughs> like everything is glass. It's really ridiculous. And it's like when it goes across the board, I don't like that, you know, that squeak sound. Yeah. It squeaks. It doesn't clink. Well, <laughs> it just gives me goosebumps. Okay. Yeah. Are, are there any chess tournaments where it's like, okay, this is the championship game. Let's bring out the human chess. And it's like, <laughs> like does that happen anywhere? Uh, I haven't. Oh, they probably have done it. Hmm. I know in St. I think Louis, that's a great way to end. The big pieces in St. Louis. They have the like huge pieces that you pick up. Uh, and they oh, also yeah. have this uh, thing in St. Louis where it's candles and they're all lit and you have to use tongs to move the pieces. Wow. That's cool. It's like so what in happens, a dark room. What happens if you take so much time and the candle goes out? I guess you have to, your piece dies. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very Fifty Shades of Grey type of chess situation wow, yeah cool. <laughs> you're allowed to use anal beads in that one oh, <laughs> i mean i think you're allowed to use them in during any game i guess it's, that's true no rule yeah right you're not allowed to use like ones that vibrate to indicate anything but <laughs> if they're non-vibrating anal beads it should be allowed i guess oh my goodness <laughs> Well, all we're saying is that it would be weird to have a rule where you're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. So, that's what we're saying, I think. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So who, um, so first of all, did they have, did they crown a new grand champion? No, the match I think is next, oh, maybe March or something. And so it's going to be against Russia. Well, it's not Russia. They're not allowed to use their flag mm -hmm. anymore, so they're just called Fide. Mm. But he's a Russian player, Jan Pomniachi. He's the one is that it, lost last time. Is it because of do doping stuff, or is it because of the war? Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
So, and then the person who got second is this Chinese player. This is really wild. He like just didn't play for like two years. He just, just didn't play. Like no one knew where he was at or what he was doing. And then he shows up for the candidates because he like qualified and he got second place. Like he's so good. Wow. His name is Dean Lerin. He's really, really good. So, so is this one of the most anticipated matchups in chess history? I don't know. I guess or maybe modern chess history. It's weird because Magnus just gave up his throne. Like he, I think he won like five times and then he just stopped. Like, it's so weird. So I don't know if the interest is still going to be there. I don't know. Are there, okay. So there's beloved, like sort of grandmaster mm -hmm. people, you know, this guy, Bobby Fisher, Kasparov. Mm -hmm. Are there also like infamous, like, oh, this person was going to be in, incredible but they just like tanked oh yeah all the time oh well there's um like okay so the thing is is like after like teenagers are good at chess or not teenagers kids young yeah. people because they just don't have anything to lose mm -hmm. and so they're just kind of fearless but then like after high school is kind of like the time where you find out so it's after high school you just have to go straight into chess professionally or if people choose to go to college, then usually they fall off because you can't do both. Uh, Most of the time, like people who are, like super promising, then they go to college and then like they never really come back. Mm. So they fill their brain with other crap. Exactly. Other knowledge. <laughs> yeah, you have I, to be married to chess or yeah. Can there be a walk on? Like the tournaments ever just be like, hey, show up if you want to try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the elite level, but yeah, like open tournaments. Yeah. Hmm. Anybody can. I mean, you got to pay to play though. Yeah. Maybe but, I'll try to do an open tournament and like not cram for it. Yeah. Maybe not try playing beforehand. Just sort you of like go in cold. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, but I mean, these young kids are so good now because they use computers to learn. So like five, I mean, kids have always been good, but like these five, six, seven year olds are like crazy good. I can't let be afraid of that. <laughs> yeah, you can't let that dictate your life. No. You got to go in, you know, dumb smart that yeah. you're going to win. That's what all, like, the super grandmasters are saying because there's, like, so many up-and-coming young people. They're saying, like, we have to beat them now so we can crush their confidence. <laughs> Otherwise, wow. like, wow. we can't touch them. So, What if um, in, like, five years, say... You know, there's a new grand champion, and then out of nowhere, at a tournament, Magnus shows up, and he's like, "I want my rematch." That's what some people are saying might happen. That's gonna, that's gonna be. That's a, that that's would be, be allowed. Bad. Yeah, he can reach out. Like he has to win the candidates. It won't be an yeah. easy thing, but people are saying right. like Magnus is gonna get bored and he's gonna want his title back. Yeah, but he's gonna have to go through the candidate championship yeah. game or getting, tournament getting to the candidates is like really near impossible winning the candidates <laughs> only is... like eight or nine people is like they would let like, him in right not necessarily because you have to like win the world cup and that's like 300 people like the strongest mm -hmm. grandmasters you have to do that or win like um there's like a, the grand prix uh there's another one and it's just like the best guys playing for the championship. Like it's not easy to get in candidates. Right. So, so it's not guaranteed maybe, but. Do you think there's like, cause you know how there's like illegal street fights and stuff. Do you think there's some sort of like underground, like secret chess tournament? Like, Hey, no, don't talk, tell anyone about this kind of thing. Ooh. For what? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I heard a lot of like crazy stuff goes on, but they just don't talk about it, you know? Wow. There was this chess grandmaster last, oh no, earlier this year, his Twitter got hacked and they leaked all of his DMs. Uh, but they, he said like some of them were made up, but they were like telling all these secrets. They're like, yeah, Magnus does cocaine and Magnus hires prostitutes, like all this like crazy information. And they're saying like, oh no, that was fake. He made it up. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Maybe maybe Magnus is trying to pull a Bobby Fisher and just go into hiding for a few years. 
I don't know. It, it sounds a little wild. If this stuff is true about cocaine and prostitutes, it's a little insane behind the scenes. Yeah. This is I mean, sounds like that underground league. Saying that Magnus is getting a little paranoid. That's why he accused the guy of cheating. So they're saying like he's getting paranoid because he's not as strong as he used to be. Yeah. It's it's why he relinquished the title. He doesn't want to let he doesn't want to lose it. He knows he's gonna lose it. That's what some people are saying. Who would you say I, is the goat in chess? Mm. I think it I I think it is Bobby Fisher. Mm. Yeah. Can't deny. It's can't not deny. it's not some guy who was alive like four hundred years ago. Mm. It's definitely like oh. a modern guy. Are you talking about Paul Morphy? Who's that? Um, he's like one of the strongest chess players. I don't know when he was alive though. 1837. Was that a 400 years ago? <laughs> it's close. No. But no. I mean, we don't need to get hung up on the year number of years I threw out there, but it's just like, what if, I mean. You're talking about like when the game was invented in India kind of thing. Yeah. Like there could have been a guy a thousand years ago who's like, no, he's actually the, like there's got to be, we have to know people going back that far because the game is so old, right? They say like Paul, a lot of people say Paul Morphy. He was an American grandmaster in the 1800s. And they said that he was like one of the strongest players. But like, if you look at their games compared to now, it's like, we know so much more because of computers. So, but like Bobby Fisher's, like his games still hold up as being genius, brilliant Mm -hmm. games. Mm. Okay. And then also like the pressure he was under, because it was like, you know, during against a Russian, like Boris Spassky was Russian. And Cold it was War. Like a Cold War thing, mm-hmm, so yeah. like, yeah. And he was on the cover of all these American magazines. He became a celebrity. The first person to actually beat a big Russian grandmaster like that, so I think Bobby Fischer still. What about uh, of modern players? I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> I'll, I'll go with Kasparov. Okay, I like him. He's got such a hot head, though, but I like Casper. Hot head? What what do you mean? Have you ever seen him get mad? He's so serious. Is he the one who, like, threw a fit when he played Deep Blue? Yes. Okay. (laughs) But I can understand, like, if you're good at chess, it's in some ways probably, like, the only thing you're good at because that's, like, the only thing you focus on. Mm. Like... If you're that good at chess, you kind of don't need to be good at anything else. So it's like, that is like, I don't know, that's your thing. That's true. But the players these days, they're so more humble and like mm. gracious and defeat. But Gary Kasparov, like, he would get mad when kids would like playing against kids. And it's like, chill, <laughs> relax. <laughs> so, Has there ever been um, punches thrown in a high profile chess game? I don't. I, I'm sure there has probably. Been, but I don't Maybe know. in those underground chess yeah, those games you were talking about. Chess clubs. <laughs> I think. I think Larry, we're putting a too traditional sport sensibility on on chess. You know what I mean? Like the fights have broken out during baseball games, right? You know, right? But um, no. But it it was a good question. I was curious too. <laughs> But if you go online, you can see compilations of people getting mad. Magnus gets mad all the time. And he'll like throw down his pieces, grab his jacket and walk away. Like there's a lot of videos like that. <laughs> oh, there was a fight. I just remembered. Oh my gosh. I, this just came to memory. It was yeah. late in the pandemic. It was, this was at the St. Louis Chess Club. And there's two grandmasters and they don't like each other anyway. What are their and, names? Uh, it was Hikaru Nakamura and... Um, Eric Hansen. He's from they Canada. Can't be, they can't be pulling this shit in the capital of chess. Yes. So disrespectful. So they, were, they were at the chess club. This was like after hours, um, just messing around. Everyone, this is after tournament. Everyone's just playing for fun, right? They're there was drinking. probably cocaine and prostitutes involved. There was at least alcohol. Yeah. So they're just drinking. And then they get oh. mad about something and they take it outside and they just start scrapping outside and like, the lawn and everyone's just watching and filming it and this wow. was like 
private and there's rumors of it but during the pandemic the video actually leaked uh. and so you see all these grandmasters just watching these two guys just like scrapping in the grass okay is is this it this is eric hansen and yes i think so <laughs> whoa full fight we're just at like just playing around this is, oh my God, this is There's pizza, there's drinks. Oh, wow. But also, he gave me $1,000 cash to When you said that this was like a, I thought this was like a mansion. This is just like a house in a neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, that's how St. Louis is. It's like a townhouse in St. Louis. It was pretty nice, but it was like a small living room. It looks like a frat party. It does. Like yeah. their guy standing out with like cups in their hands. The things that happen in chess parties. Did this ever happen at one of your dad's chess parties? Not that I re Oh, I remember my dad and my uncle arguing. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, chess is chess is hardcore. So. It's yeah. We just saw. Oh. Well, <laughs> that's our show. Oh, cool. No. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, who do, who were you Speed saying round. before is your favorite chess player? Speedrun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I really hope he's listening because I'm going to shoot my shot. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not. So Fabian Caron is my favorite. Him and Wesley So. They're both American Grandmasters. Wesley So, and who is the first person you said? Fabiano Caruana. Don't forget the name. <laughs> Why? He's the be he's the third highest ranked chess player in history. Hmm. So that's he, pretty good. He's really he's like um he's like a computer. He just knows everything, and he's he's really smart, um, very humorous, and it's weird because like. Girls have a crush on him and guys have a crush on him too. Like he's just like he's awesome. He's the George Clooney of of chess. What? Uh, uh, yeah, the charisma's there. Yeah, but not the looks. <laughs> he's a nerd. Okay. But yeah, Bobby, he's he's awesome. He's so smart and yeah, I just I like Bobby. And Wesley So is originally from the Philippines and he has this like crazy story, but he recently, or he came to the U.S. a couple of years ago. He's got one crazy story. <laughs> no, he's got a crazy. He's got a crazy story. Oh, oh, okay. He's like the best chess player in the Philippines as a child, right? And the mm -hmm. Philippines were just kind of like, from from the way I understand it, the Philippines were like, okay, well, we'll support you, but you have to do all these tournaments. You have to do what we say. And he was like, no. And so then America took him in, and now he's the American Grandmaster. And he's nice. Good. He's very good. America is won, the best. He just won $200,000 in a tournament. Mmm. That's, that's serious money. That's a good, and it's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell his family business, but yeah, he, uh, yeah. yeah, he's awesome. So those are my two favorite, but I like a lot of people, but they're my favorite. You have to look up Fabiano later. He's great. Okay. Okay. Do, so do people ever call him Fabio? No. <laughs> I've only heard Fabi. Fabi. Fabi's good. Yeah. All right. Um, any final thoughts on the game of chess? What's your what's everyone's favorite piece? Oh, that's great. Great question. Oh, that's a good question. The queen. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it's the best. Yeah. yeah. I'll go with I'll go with the castle, the rook, as they, mm -hmm. <laughs> because, you know, it, I remember my mind being blown when I found out you could castle. That there's like there's this other move it could do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like for finding a warp zone in the original Super Mario Brothers. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know how to en passant? No. What's that? What's that? That's like um, if someone moves their pawn up two pieces and you're like right next to them, you can capture their pawn. It's like a special rule to oh. eliminate draws and stuff. I think I think I knew that. I think I knew that. Yeah. 
that's when I learned about en passant, I was like, oh, I'm such a good chess player. As a kid, I was like, oh, I know en passant. That's a trick. I'm going to get you, but still bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, it also sounds like something that rarely happens. Yeah. Every now and then. Yeah. What's your favorite piece? Jeez. I think I would go knight or queen. I'll give it a tie. If you like animals, you got to like the knight. Well, I mean, the knight is just, it jumps over pieces. It's pretty mobile. <laughs> That's pretty cool, yeah. You can it's fork. There's pieces. Yeah, it can fork two pieces. That's that's good. Right? Yeah. Isn't that a fork when it's it it has, yeah, an option of taking two pieces? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're going to lose something. You could, yeah. oh, wow. I didn't know that. You could capture two pieces with one move. Well, you can't. No. Oh. <laughs> It's like if you move your knight and then the, in the next move, you could either take a queen or a bishop. It's like you forked the your opponent. Oh, uh, I see. They're going to lose see. one of them. Yeah. So they have to choose. I see. Yeah, yeah. They have to, if they move their queen, well, it's my turn. I'm going to take their bush, bishop. Yeah. Yeah. I get stuck in those all the time. It's so awful. Yeah. Chess is hard. It is hard. Chess is hard. Yeah. So is life. <laughs> the perfect game. Wow. Chess prepares you for life because it teaches you strategy and like mental toughness and all this stuff. I don't know. Sounds right to me. Yeah. Maybe. Does your company ever like um, have any chess things? Because I heard like a lot of corporations now they're doing having like chess seminars to like strengthen the team <laughs> not that i know of but uh if i'm gonna look out for that because if they do that i'm gonna sign up for go. it. yeah you better go or i could just not show up to work and be like look i'm i'm training my mental acuity <laughs> <laughs> i hope that works for you i hope so all right uh, whitney any any plugs uh yeah uh, Fabiano, if you're watching, I'm from St. Louis, so I'll come by. I know you live there. I'll come by. It would be nice to meet you. And that's it. Nice. Tell, <laughs> tell, wow, tell, tell, tell Fabi where to find you on the internet. Oh, that too. Uh, I'm Whitney Bay pretty much everywhere. At Whitney B-A-E. Sean, any plugs? Um, sure. I'm single nice. and, um, I'll just put that out to anybody. <laughs> Fabi or anyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I shouldn't say anybody. I am, I'm probably very particular, but, mm -hmm. um, um, so I'll say that. And then I'll also say that if you go on Amazon and search for time machine blueprints, you can get a copy. It's a book that I recently put out there. That's changing the world. One one copy at a time. It's already changed my life. Wonderful. Awesome. You could be taken back to the twenties. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. You would have, yeah, you would have to get the book first in order to, you know, eventually probably time travel. Can you say it again? Time machine blueprints. Don't be mad if you buy a copy and it shows up and it's blank. <laughs> part of the deal is that the time machine blueprints might be in there eventually right. do i over explain it larry i don't think so i think i okay. I, I like that uh okay. little yeah. caveat all right and um i of course am at larry the athlete anywhere you get your social media and anywhere you get your podcasts is you can subscribe to larry knows sports May all your dreams be hoop dreams, and may the rest of your days be days of thunder.
Thank you.